Welcome to Addicted to Triathlon. Whether you've been doing triathlons for years or you want to do your first one and don't know how to start, listen to our podcast, read our articles, check out our videos, and ask us questions. We would love to be part of your journey to becoming Addicted to Triathlon. Welcome to Addicted to Triathlon. Episode number three. Three. All right. Yes. We've been busy. Haven't made one since two weeks two weeks yep went to california we took a vacation to california visit my parents up in the mountains near the mountains mm-hmm. north valley of california and redding redding california yeah but happy to be here in houston happy to be back so what did we do while we were there ate <laughs> we ate a lot of food ate yes. some filipino food ate some Trout, which we don't get here. Um, what else? Some pork on a stick. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yep, lumpia. Potato salad, lumpia. Just like spring rolls, egg rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homemade. Don't know. You don't know what else we did? Well, we went, well, I was thinking about all the eating. But okay. ate, we ate a lot. So then we had to counteract it with some working out. Went up in the trails and... At first, we did the river trail. Yeah, which was uh, part part of it was cement hills, very hilly. Yeah, hurt the back of my ankle. Yeah, you were having already problems with your ankle being tight. Got to see some deer on the trail. Yeah, you saw deer. that was pretty. T- took a picture of it. Yeah, bouncing around. Right, and then the next day, mm-hmm. my dad took us to the mountains. To, uh, the headwaters of the Sacramento River, mm-hmm. and went up this uh, mountain trail. There was some kind of elevation more than what we have here in Houston. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I just put my headphones on and ran. Ran, and I'm sure that. mountain lions and were <laughs> watching us, and all those things were tracking you while you ran past me. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I just zoned out to my music and ran and, and then tried not to trip over the rocks. Yeah, it was loose gravel, <laughs> and that was there was cliffs. There was a couple parts where it was maybe three foot wide and loose gravel, and if you slipped, you were going to go down the side of the mountain. Yeah, but it's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> but you the manzanita would have broke your fall. Yeah. And there was that one part where you could see the river below. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. yeah you, did you take pictures of that? Uh-huh. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. So we got done with that, and then I had major allergies after that. Yes. You were sneezing before. Okay, before? Before that. Oh. Yeah, Reading always had major allergies, so. So it's probably worse allergies in California than here. So I didn't get to work out this week, but you did. Yeah. You did all Came back. Day. Came back, took a nap. Um, Monday. And then rode on the inside track. In, trainer. Inside trainer bike for an hour. Not too hard, but it was fun. It woke me up. Well, that's a good segue to what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to talk about this I was, episode? That's kind of crazy, though. I just thought, you know, coming home from waking up. When did we wake up? We woke up at 1230 Sunday Morning, local, Monday morning. Local time there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Drove, Drove two, to two and a half hours to Sacramento. And then... Got on a plane yeah. and flew. 
till got he, noon. Got it in Houston at eleven. But it's two hours dif- different, so the time was all messed up. So just came home, took a nap, woke up, worked out on the trainer. Yeah, yeah. I would say we go. We were a little jet lagged. Yeah, a two hour difference, but yep. it was fun. So this time, this episode, we're going to talk about bikes. So or biking. What kind of bike did you get the first time you did a triathlon? Oh gosh, I don't know. It was just some. Some little white road bike from Academy. Yeah, it was a Schwinn. It was like a hundred bucks. I was all nervous to ride it. I was so proud when I went around the block. With it. <laughs> yeah, you got a little Schwinn. Yeah, um, with the shifters. That's a loop made out of aluminum. Gooseneck shifters right up by it's your. So stars. much heavier than the bikes we have now. Yeah, nice uh, steel steel wheels. Mm-hmm. I think. But you used that for a few triathlons. Yeah. Um, More than a few. I had it like two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. We got you a tri bike in yeah. Florida. So you, you did it for a few seasons. Uh-huh. Um, and then. And we, John, he had like a. I had a, a road bike, I, race bike. Yeah. I had a, from my track, from my racing team in Arizona, I still had that. So that was really old. Uh-huh. Um. And I just put some aero bars on that. <laughs> yeah. So it was very light. I think it was like 19 pounds, but it was old. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've seen, what, have, what kind of bikes have we seen on races? Oh, that's, yeah, interesting. So like dirt bikes, big fat wheel bikes. Yeah, fat tire bikes. Uh-huh. And the people are just. Cruising. Just cruising. Having a good old time. Yeah, zoning out. Yep. <laughs> Jeepo road bikes, um, mountain bikes. Yeah, you don't have to be fancy. Cruiser bikes, like they use it. Yeah, in tricycles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> have we seen someone on a tricycle? <laughs> no. I saw one of those, our last triathlon or somewhere where someone had the low, the low rider. The low rider tricycle. Were they handicapped? I don't know. They were just riding in one of those. Huh. They could spin their. Their legs. Okay, so, a fl- yeah, one of those recumbent bikes. Yeah. Okay, I see. Um, so you can ride basically anything. Right, so you don't need... To- as long as you finish the race in time. <laughs> you don't You don't have to... Yeah, and the, usually the times are very long on, especially beginner triathlon. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to talk about swimming, but, like, the swimming, our last triathlon, we had an hour. Right. I mean, I don't know how long the biking they let you go. I thought it was like two hours. hours. I think it was two hours <laughs> for fifteen miles. So yeah, you you could almost walk your bike. Yeah, <laughs> that, that fast. Um, and then of course there's the tri bikes, the specialized tri bikes, and the um, difference with a triathlon a triathlon bike is it's actually the geometry is made so it um, rotates the bike forward. So that you can be in a more aero position. And they're made differently too. They're like made out of, I forgot, not aluminum, well, carbon. Well, I well, guess they could be made out our of. Our last ones were aluminum. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, they usually take the road version and then change the geometry and rotate them forward. Mm-hmm. So that you uh, have the, um, the advantage of being aerodynamic. And what does that aerodynamic do you? Well, shoot. With the wind, it yeah, it helps yeah. reduce the wind drag, and essentially, if you get a tri bike, you're buying speed. 
Yeah. Because remember we did last year on road bikes, we decided to buy road bikes and try it. <laughs> so we went slower. Yeah, anywhere from two to five miles an hour slower on a road bike. Mm-hmm. So it made us, I mean, using what kind of bikes were those? Road bikes. So, I mean, it made us work harder. I mean, it helps you lose weight faster. Right. some more muscle faster. What's the engine? Your legs. Yeah, you. You. So, if you have a road bike and, your endurance. It, and you're really good at it, then just stick with your road bike. Yeah. Um, you can just put on some arrow bars on it and uh, to help reduce drag a little bit. The but wind. there's some people that um, are on road bikes and they'll go... They'll go faster than people on tri-bikes. Yeah. Because sometimes people buy tri-bikes just to look good. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, as I was, like, riding our road bike, I always thought, those people, those people on the tri-bikes, they're cheaters. <laughs> they're arrow cheating. <laughs> but, I mean, you're really not. I mean, the engine, it's all about it's the engine. the engine, which is you and your legs. So, mm-hmm. work on the engine. Endurance, all that stuff. Another thing you would need to work on is some uh, are some bike handling skills, which that's not easy. So things like turns, going down hills faster, braking, braking, when to brake, when to change, when to change gears, um, how to drink on your bicycle. Yeah, holding using one hand and grabbing your water. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of bike Trying to look at your Facebook when you're trying to ride the bike. Yeah, texting, (laughs) texting, talking, making business calls. Yeah, Yeah, all that stuff. Those bike handling skills will really come in handy to, one, help reduce the stress of when you're actually in a race, and, two, give you more confidence um, when you're out there riding bikes. Things happen. Cars will try to pull out in front of you. You need to be able to react quickly. They'll yell at you, honk at you. So you'll be um, even in a race because maybe that intersection there's no um, police officer to which I help, help block traffic. So those handling skills definitely you need to work on. One of the things that I had you do, I don't know if you remember this. I put your water bottle on the ground and I made you ride by and grab it on the ground. Yeah. I didn't pick it up from the ground. Yeah, you did this a long time ago. When you when I was trying to ride. Yeah, so you were riding your bike, and then you leaned down, and you picked up your no. water bottle. Well, then we'll have to do that again. You st- well, I have to stop. No, you don't. You just lean down and grab it. Oh, from like a stand. No, from your bike. You don't remember? Oh, from my bike? Grab you're, my bike. You're riding on your bike. The water bottle's on the ground in front of you. As you pass it, you reach down and you grab you it. You can't reach down. Okay, I'll have to show you. Yeah. If you can do that without crashing, you're... I you've don't got, remember you've that. You've got some skills. Another you skill... You have to stop to grab... You have to... No. I'll, you would crash. No, I'll show you. <laughs> okay, I'll show you. <laughs> right after this, I'll show you. The other one is learning how to crash. Yeah. Because if you... But don't think about crashing. If you are... If you are in a crash and you don't know to roll your body to hit kind of like the back of your shoulder, yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna get a a, what is that? A what blunt force concussion? (laughs) Concussion. So while we're while we're talking about crashing, why don't you talk about your couple of crashes? Yours were yours were much better when you were learning. (laughs) Well, the very first one, I was in shock. 
complete shock. Yeah, like me, me, why would I be crashing? So basically we were riding, it was a, it was a busy road. There was no cars on it at the time. There was no, there was cars behind us. There was a crack in the road and we have, the tri-bikes have little you thin You didn't have tribes. You just had a road bike, but it was but still thin, thinner tires. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to my other bikes I've had. Uh, so it's a seam in the road. Yeah. So you got to pay attention to those seams, like itty bitty cracks. And the seam went towards the right and your wheel went in it. Your front yeah. tire went in it. So it's like the bike pulled out under me. Right. So you went down. You went down. And then behind us were cars. And um, we were going fast enough I could bunny hop off over you mm-hmm. and your bike. And I put my I bike know what I put my bike to the side and I went to go grab your bike and noticed you were just laying in the road just in shock <laughs> yeah. while all these cars were coming. So I had to go stand in front of the car. I don't think I've ever crashed on my bike, even when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, so you crashed. Uh, I didn't know how to fall. You think you hit your helmet. Yeah. You hit your head, your helmet. Luckily, you wore a helmet. No Safety profession. tip. Make sure you have an ANSI-approved helmet because those are required for triathlons. It's ANSI? A-N-S-I. Oh, okay. Yeah, ANSI-approved helmet. I uh, should say inside, It has a right? sticker, yes. <clears throat> yeah, so I had to stand in front of the cars and, and you were still just late. In the road, you kind of sat up and were just like, "What happened?" Yeah, I've never. I mean, I went up in California, and there was the big hills at the at the dam. Mm-hmm. We came down down the hills. I never crashed, but here you are. Yeah. So we got you off to the side of the road. Got mm-hmm. you calmed down. Gave you a few liquids. Yeah. Check checked how you were, and, and you were able to on. you were able to ride back all yeah. the way home. Yeah, it wasn't very far. Yeah, so that's it was so that, still about five miles. Yeah, so a couple years later, or a year later, you crashed again. You rode ahead of me, so I was so, nearby. Yeah, about the brakes. Brakes. Left, left brake is your? The front. Yes. So it flips. It can flip you if you slam on your left brake. Which is what you did while you yeah. were standing. On which I pedals. never knew. You were standing on your pedals. Yeah, and I wasn't leaning back, which I never knew. Right. What something fell off your bike. Which John could have taught me before that. <laughs> but I guess now you know. But yeah. So everything flipped forward and I landed on my head and I did get a concussion that time. Right. But I went to work the next day and then they shipped me home because I was concussed. Major messed up. Yeah, so... Um, I should have got a CAT scan. I was, <laughs> I was behind you about five minutes because you started before me. Mm-hmm. And I saw you and you were on the side of the road. And I was asking you what happened. Luckily, some lady helped you. Yeah. Um, I was bleeding. Clean, clean the blood. It was a mess. Yeah. You were, you were definitely out of it. So I had to yell at you to get on your bike and ride back <laughs> home. Because it was only like a mile and a half. Yeah. And I had to just keep getting in... in in your face to make mm-hmm. sure you were listening so you could at least pick Oh, you are with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I caught up to you. Yeah. And then we rode home together and then took care of it. Yeah. But yeah, so two crashes for you. But I haven't since. But John, he crashed. But it wasn't nearly as bad as me. No, my the one I was just doing. just hit the curb. I wasn't paying attention. Um, I think I was turning around to look at cars behind me. 
and I was right next to the um, the curb on the side of the road, and my pedal <laughs> my, my pedal hit the curb, and I went. And I down. turned around. <laughs> I went down, but I went down on the grass, so it was. I just kind of lay in there, <laughs> and I turned around, and you were down. I was still clipped in. I was like, what? <laughs> I wouldn't even call that a crash. That was just kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Um, the other time I crashed was in Pensacola. I was turning, and my bike flatted while I was turning. Oh, yeah. So I, I wasn't with you. I went down. Yeah, you, you were following me on the tracker. And then you're like, are you walking? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I crashed. Yeah, had to repair, do some repairs on my bike, too. Mm-hmm. So crashes can happen anytime. I crashed several times in college, so you just get used to it. If you have the wherewithal to train on crashes, just go on your bike in a nice soft grass and just fall. Fall on your side and just land on the back of your shoulder. Not on your shoulder because that's how you can break your collarbone. Or you can... Don't use your hands. Or you you can fall and um, rotate your shoulder out of place yeah you could do that um but i guess it's better than dying you or uh, going forward you know but you keep your hands on your handlebars as you go down so you're all kind of hooked to your bike your feet um depending on what kind of equipment you have if you're clipped clipped on um pedals then uh they will usually unclip if it's a severe enough crash but uh so pay attention to that. But if you can hang on to your handlebars for a while, the longest time you can, the better it is because you'll be part of your bike as, instead of your bike being something, a projectile that's going to be yeah, going against you. Like I did. So speaking of clipless pedals, should you get them or should you not? I how guess l- if you're more comfortable. How long did it take you to get used to your clipless pedals? For a long time. And like the pedals, the clipless pedals we have now are great, but the ones before we had, they were harder to twist to get out of. So you gotta, you gotta see which ones are right. Right. Um, you can go to a bike shop, local bike shop, and ask them, um, what's a good clipless pedal uh, for a beginner, and make sure you know how to make the adjustments to make them easy to get in and out of. You can try them out and. Um, you you probably have to get special shoes for that. If you're not into buying all of that, um, shoes and pedals, you can use your tennis shoes. You're going to lose some speed on the bike. And just put them in, uh, what is that, on the pedals? The little straps. The clips. Those are clips. They're clips? Yes. That's why those are clips and then the clipless are the, the ones where you lock in. No, the little straps. You wear your shoes, your tennis shoes in. Right. Straps. Those are clips. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you... Um, yeah, use those straps. You can use that too. So the ones, the ones that are in the gym like that on the, those have clips too on the other side, you know that? Oh yes. (laughs) But I mean, on the other side, there's straps. You can put your shoes in and they're easy. So you have those. Um, let's see. There's also just the regular rat trap pedals that you get when you first buy a bike. Um, some people will just use those because that's what they're used to. Yeah. Um, and it actually makes it easier on transitions because you just get in and out. You don't have to clip and unclip or put on any special shoes. You can just rack your bike up and go running right after yeah. that because you already have your tennis shoes on. Mm-hmm. So there's benefits to those, especially for beginners. Other things for your bike. 
carrying some kind of hydration. Yeah. Will need water on your bike. I mean, if you go like a half hour, no. An hour, yes. Definitely. Or yeah, drink drink before you go biking. Because yeah, with the biking, you don't realize how There's, how yeah. la- how much you sweat because you got the wind. Right, the wind you evaporates your sweat, so you don't know how much uh, sweat you've lost. So you can you can get the fancy water bottles that go between like arrow bars, or you can get the ones. Most water bottles have uh, water bottle racks that screw onto your bike. So you can just uh, use that. But I highly recommend practicing drinking while you're riding because depending on how fast you're going, um, that's going to require some bike handling skills as well. Yeah, and just go slow at first. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't be going fast and drinking um, if you're not used to it. I mean, I even slow down still a little to drink. Okay. How do you like to ride? Do you like to ride with a group or do you like to ride by yourself? It depends. I mean, when I'm trying to race myself and really practice before a race on my own, but like just social-wise, we're in a group. You like riding in a group? Um, when I'm not trying to focus on trying to make myself faster. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get the drafting. But then some people also like to go in a group so they can compete, um, which... You know, going against someone else makes them faster. That's true. Yeah, our team, when we would go on team rides, um, we had uh, different loops and they had uh, different areas where there would be a sprint. You know, this you start the sprint at this telephone pole and at that telephone pole is the winner. Uh-huh. So then that way they would get some intervals in during a long road ride. So then you're competing with other people, which yeah. which makes it fun. You can chit chat, yeah. But sometimes it starts going really fast, and you just kind of get in behind some people, and then you can just draft off them. Yeah, you can and just cruise. Yeah, the drafting that's kind of fun. You can just when you go behind someone, you can you don't have to work so hard. You get their wind. You get the wind blocked. Okay, so well, speaking of drafting in. A triathlon, you actually cannot draft, uh-uh. uh, and it depends on the rules. Depend on how um, that particular triathlon is set up. So I think now it's like three car lengths, B- bike lengths. I thought they said cars. They're bike lengths. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's anywhere from three to five bike lengths. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay attention because you will get a penalty, or you just need to pass them. Yeah, and you have a certain time to pass them. Um, and then once your front wheel passes that their front wheel, they like have twenty to, seconds. They have to let you pass. They can't just speed up and um, not let you pass. Mm-hmm. So, and if depending on which triathlon it is, if you've got like three sets of people ahead of you, they might put the, the two minutes passing rule if that's what it is to pass on all three people. So it just depends. Um, if you ever have questions, ask the um, the the marshal or the people heading the mm-hmm. the triathlon. They'll they'll help you. And there's usually some kind of um, or those beginner, the little beginner sprints. They don't push it too much. Yeah, but you don't want to get get a it's a yellow card, and then you have to go to a drafting a tent, <laughs> and then you have to sit there for two minutes or whatever. Oh boy! Because you got a drafting penalty. 
that's no fun. No. So, and there the marshals are out on the road looking at that too. There's motorcycle guys that pass. Yeah, they're checking to yeah. make sure you're not cheating. Mm-hmm. And there are people mm-hmm. that go out there and cheat. And like our last triathlon, I told you, there was a group that passed me about two miles. Oh yeah, the they were drafted. And there was a train of them, one right Everyone behind the was other. Paying attention. No, no one was there. And they were hauling. They were hauling. I didn't see them. And then, and then I was like. Well, I'm going to jump on the end of them, but I'm going to make sure I stay my five bike bike length distance behind them. Yeah. But um, so that was that was kind of interesting. You want to talk about Train. bonking? Oh yeah, that's that's my best. Do you ever bonk? Yep. Like recently? Uh, that one time I did. I bonk like once a year. <laughs> this year, I think you've hit your quota several times. Yeah. Yeah, so balking is when you've burned up all your fuel that you've retained in your muscles, so your glycogen. And your head feels like you've been drinking a margarita. <laughs> a lot of margaritas. Yeah. So you'll come home after your ride and your head's not clear. Or you've been taking morphine from the hospital and you're waking up. You have experience with that? <laughs> yeah. And you think someone's not really... Like, are you are you really there? Is that you? <laughs> so this, you did that on your marathon training too. Yeah. So the secret to that, and if you notice that in your triathlon, that actually happening, it's because you haven't fueled. The sugar in your brain goes out somewhere. About <laughs> anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how you've been training. If you haven't been taking in any fuel... Um, which is Gatorade can be fuel because it's got calories, um, and it's uh, sugar calories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has glucose, electrolytes, and electrolytes and glucose. But it's usually the glucose that's easily converted and goes in your bloodstream, so you can burn it while you're working out. Um, if you run out of that, yeah, and you need to replenish it. Yeah, we've just started taking Gatorade endurance. Endurance, yes. We're, this is not a commercial. <laughs> no, we're just telling you what we've done. I've used, what have I used in the past? Noon, N-U-U-N. What's that other present. one? I forgot this other uh, one. We used Cliff Blocks, the solids. Yeah. That's what you used. We used... They're like uh, gel gel blocks. Yeah. There's uh, Powerade is also one. It doesn't have as much... As long power. as it's not Gatorade Zero, yes. yeah. that says zero calories, you need like you need calories. 140 calories like in one 20-ounce Gatorade. Yeah, in 20 ounces. Mm-hmm. So you need to um, make sure you replenish. And you need to test it while you're training. Um, if you're going to, if you Before end up. Before you race. If you end up doing a long bike ride of two, let's say, Caitlin did a two hour bike ride today. Mm-hmm. And she had about 140. Uh, 90. 100. 90. No, I think it's 175 calories mm-hmm. uh, of fuel on her bike. And she finished it before the two hours. She came home a little bit lightheaded which she wasn't supposed to go two hours today <laughs> she was only supposed to go about an hour and a half yeah and it was only supposed to be a 23 mile bike ride and she ended up doing well you said i can do 20, 25 20 i said 25 and how much yeah. did you do 29 uh, okay so she doesn't listen to her code no and so when she got home i knew she was gonna have a problem <laughs> So I had a Coke ready for her. Straight Coke. Iced Coke. 
iced out Coke in a water bottle and a Laura bar. Yeah. So as soon as she came back, I grabbed her bike and said, start but, drinking and eating. Yeah. And you didn't bunk. No. But you were about to. I was about to. Yeah. So if you had that other, another mile, you'd have been bunking. Yeah. So uh, I'll gauge while you're riding, if you're burping a lot, that means you're overfueled, which is actually okay. And your mental, you actually will have a lot of positive mental thoughts. Uh-huh. And as you start to bonk, you will still start having negative self-talk. Oh, why am I doing this? This is stupid. I need to just quit. That means oh. that's a first sign of um, you need fuel. Those stupid people, they passed <laughs> me. So um, those are uh, some things. Or you to feel about. sad and you want to cry. I don't feel that way. Well, some people do. I guess our daughter does that when she used to. Well, <laughs> I've, I've cried before because I was so tired. and. Oh, yeah, when you were doing your marathon training and you bought Yeah. Yeah, you did that. Okay, um, so how do you start? Do you go out and say, let's go out and ride 30 miles today? you got to load up with your fuel. you got to. Would you recommend that for a first-timer? What? Oh, oh no. No. Okay. no, of course not. No, I think like an like an hour easy too, going, too much. hour ride. For a first timer? For the first timer, like a half hour. A couple 15, times around the block. 15 minutes to half hour. Yeah. Just get used to your bike. Have With some fun. Plane, yeah. Get used to it. Don't put any headphones in. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on cars. And just... Um, just focus. Focus a little bit. Be yeah. in the moment. Be <laughs> present. Yes, be present. So, yeah, just do that, and then the next, do that a couple times in a week. The next week, go a little farther. And then, no more you'll th- be addicted to triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> no more than 10%. So, if you go, my, if you go just a mile, it's 1.1 miles. Mm-hmm. Then 10%, 1.3 miles. So, um, unless that was really easy for you, then you can up it a little bit, but... Don't, um... Well, the 30 miles wasn't that bad. Because you've been training. Yeah. Now, as you start riding longer and longer, you're going to have problems with your your undercarriage. Oh, yeah. I'll let you talk about this. So you'll get cuts. <laughs> you'll get blisters. Mostly men. Sometimes women. Sometimes. So there, there are products on the market that will help you lubricate your undercarriage before you go riding. Or anti-chafe cream. It's a uh, chamois butter. Um, there's a few other brands out there. And the other thing is having triathlon shorts. They have uh, padding on it. But if you're new, you might... Oh, and your, your high knee is going to be really sore. Even if you're a woman or a man. Just because it's not used you're to not... being on a seat. Yeah. A bike seat. Yeah. Or you can have one of those cushiony bike seats i guess you could like when we first got yeah bikes a long time ago yeah where we used to drag our kids right, in the, right the trailer block yeah in the trailer you got one of those really cushy bike yeah because i had a big butt <laughs> <laughs> um so you can use that triathlon shorts bike shorts with the padding um just make sure you wash it and take care of it and uh it'll they'll last a long time so that will help with your undercarriage if you continue to have cuts then your seats are your seats probably too high. You can go get a bike fitting at the bike shop. Oh yeah, um, that'll cost you a little money, but it's well worth it. 
they'll adjust you and um, make sure you're not too low, which will hurt your knees, or you're not too high. Or you may have a wrong size bike frame. Um, you may be a small person and you're it's too high or riding too, a, too big of a bike or you're a tall fitting, person. Fitting is important. Right. So I have like Caitlin's um, bike fitting measurements. So whenever like we just changed her, her bike saddle. Um, so I made sure that it matched what it was before. And um, it was actually better than what you had because the saddle you were using before you didn't like. Yeah. That's kind of nice. I have like a, my own bike, bike guy that can take care of my bike. You. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your own bike guy. Yeah. Okay. Bike safety. You going to talk about bike safety? Oh yeah. The cars, the cars, they're mean. <laughs> people, people think people that are riding bikes on the road, on the road, they think they're like some kind of toys. We're not real humans. And yeah, they should just know that it's just people like them. They'll right? yell at you to get on the yeah, sidewalk. They'll, yeah, they'll honk. They'll stop off and point their finger at you. They'll flip you off. I, I've had all those um, happen. Bike safety. Early start. Early start. Oh, yeah. Like this morning, I started like at 7 in the morning. There wasn't very many cars on the road, but by the time I was riding back, there was a whole bunch of cars. Right, and we you figured like, that out because last time we went, we went later, and there wait, was a lot of cars. Yeah. So it was, that one was time so, to start early if you're going to go in that route. Mm-hmm. You can also go on a closed-off area. Um, in Houston, there's a... Memorial. Memorial Park. It's completely closed off. There are cars that travel because it's a picnic area, uh-huh. but there's lots of bikers out there. So you can go do one of those areas. And the rules are on the road is cars must be at least three feet from a biker. That doesn't mean you as the biker can be all the way over in the middle of the road um, riding. Bikers are supposed to be riding as far right as safe. Not as far right as possible, but as far right as safe. Because if you've seen some of the roads, there's gutters. Mm-hmm. And the gutters have holes in them. The sewers. Yeah, or yeah, the there's a lot of holes in the in the road. Um, potholes. Potholes. Right. So you have to pay attention mm-hmm. and be safe. If you're going to be in a group and there's a lot of cars, you're going you're going to have to ride single file. Um, you are allowed to ride two abreast um, on a road and take up a whole lane if there's if there's a place for cars to pass you on the left. And it's always good to. Wear some like um, bright clothing, like orange orange shirts or white shirts. I wear or a little blinky um, light on your helmet or in the back of your bike. Yeah, yep. yeah. A lot of people use those lights, the blinky lights, so it mm-hmm. alerts uh, cars of your presence. Also, you can look in Google and find. Uh, you can Google uh, safe place to ride bikes in whatever city you're in. And you can actually see maps of people um, and their courses that they've written. There's like Strava. There's they have those. Yeah, they have. They'll show you bike routes there. Or you can just go on Google. Strava. The one I sent you, I forgot what. Training it was. Peaks. There's map my map my bike. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So Google it and find some safe places to go ride. Mm-hmm. 
Um, another thing you need to do is learn how to fix your own flat. Which that? Caitlin. That's the hardest. <laughs> we had Caitlin sit down and while she was watching TV one day. Just but I did it. Keep putting her tire on yeah. and off. On and off. On and off. Yeah. Changing her tire. But it's been a while since I've So we're going to have to do that again. Yeah. But especially before you're half Iron Man. Yeah. Because... Um, that's no fun to sit there and on the side of the road. But then when you've been riding for a while, even though you've been, you have a flat and you know how to change it, it's hard to gain your, I don't know, be collective and not be upset, you know, because you're so upset you can't change a tire or you're dripping sweat or trying to right. change a tire. But it's just uh, something you've got to learn how to do. There are people that will come pick you up if you get a flat, but then your race is over. There are some races where they'll give you a tire so you can continue or, mm -hmm. or a, a wheel. But you did all that training to do a triathlon. The least you can do is learn how to change your own flat. Yeah. Like my first triathlon, if you remember, I had two flats. My front <laughs> yeah. flatted. I which, jumped off. Which that it. leads to another one. What? Another thing. That with humidity, right. like it tells you with the PSI on the tires. It's the heat. Huh? It's the heat. I know. Well, it's humidity. It's not humidity. It's the heat. Oh. With the heat in the, in the if south. The road, if the road is hot, and it's going to be hot. But did you, have, did you have flats in California? No. But it was here in Houston? Mostly in Houston. Same thing in Tucson. I didn't really have flats. So basically, in the south, if you live in the south, <laughs> you ha you could have more flats. So, like your tire says a hundred psi, we put it down to ninety psi yeah, versus one twenty. So we put it to ninety. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. We you Except figure that out. Yeah, because I started, I got two flats on the, my first triathlon, and I kept getting more flats. Because when I started riding on the road, it was cool, and the roads weren't that hot. And that makes, th with the heat, it, it expands. Yeah, and it just pops it like a balloon. Yeah. Um, so any little any little bump in the road will cause a flat. So lower your PSI. Which I don't think a lot of people know that. And we even seen that, just bikes sitting on the bike racks. Um, remember we were, I think it was Iron Man... In Galveston, so Texas 70.3, we were putting my bike away, and then you heard pop. Some guy's bike was just sitting on the stand, and it just flattened right too, there. Too hot. Because it, uh, yeah. it was getting hot during the day, the afternoon, the day before. Yeah. And it just popped right there. And it was like, well, he's going to have fun when he comes back tomorrow morning to see. So what I so what I do, I deflated my tires the whole way when I, when oh, I racked God. my bike. Um, so I wouldn't have to deal with that. Okay, indoor training. Yeah. So when it gets really hot outside, you're not going to want to ride outside. No. Or even if it's like or snowing winter. winter. Right. Where you can't ride a tri-bike out in the snow. or. So you have a lot of options for indoor trainers. Um, we have one here in our house. We've got something called a half, a ro half roller where the front of your bike is clipped in and the back part is a roller. Full rollers, that takes a lot of skill. What are they called? Indoor trainer? Yeah. There's, Indoor there's trainers. Wazoo. Wazoo? Wahoo? Wahoo. 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 There's, um, there's a whole bunch. Yeah. If you just uh, do indoor trainer, even the gym bikes, 
Um, if you get one of those and you can do indoor trainers, that helps out a lot. Because mm-hmm. on those ones, you can stand up and, yeah. and do interval. But the indoor trainers is the ones where you can put your own put your own bike that you ride outside. You put it on a, like a roller and you hook it up to the roller and that's what it does. And what you can do with there is if you've got um, the equipment to track your speed um, and your bike cadence, you can actually get some apps that are like virtual reality programs like Swift is one of them. And you actually race or ride with other people all over the world. So there's a virtual person of you in there riding your bike. And you can thumbs up each other. You and can join races. Social. But be careful because you can be like Caitlin and someone passes you and she gets mad and she wants to chase them. And then your yeah. training block is messed up. Well, you do that too. Because you're going too fast. You, you always say, I'm not going to let that girl pass me. Yeah, that's that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so there's full gas and Ruvy, and there's a whole bunch of them out there. It's R O U V Y and full gas F U L G A Z. Yeah, this is not a commercial. We're just no. letting you know. That's what we use in the winter to to train mm-hmm. a lot in the winter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just wait for cold to ride a bike. I'm be sorry. careful not to overdo it. That's the number one thing because you can. You can get caught up in, in all the other people that are in there doing their thing. Or cheating. Or saying there are people on there that cheat. Mm-hmm. They take their uh, their speed sensor and hook it up to a drill. And they turn on the drill so it spins fast. Just, and they just sit on their high knees and <laughs> drink a Coke and eat a donut. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll, they'll catch you, them Zwift police people. They'll get you. I doubt it. All right. Well, that's all we got on this oh, one. And, oh, you've yeah. got some stuff? Well, no, but I was just going to say our email. Okay. Well, f- yeah, we forgot to mention that we do have a website, and it is addictedtotriathlon.com, and that's addicted with the number two, two. and triathlon.com. And then we have our emails there. So I have mine, John, J-O-H-N, uh-huh. at... AddictedToTriathlon.com Or Kate at AddictedToTriathlon.com And we also have a contact page there where you can... um, You can be nice and say nice things. Make a comment (laughs) and it'll go directly to us. Or ask any questions. And we can email you back if you have any questions. Or you can go to any of the episode pages for the podcast that are there. And you can make comments there. Thanks, Kim. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So she's the first one that made a comment. So we thank thank her and appreciate her. Yes. Okay, so that's it. This is the long one. I'm sure after I edit it, it'll be shorter. Yeah, like five, ten minutes. Okay? Yeah. So are you going to say the thing you're going to say when we leave now? So stay addicted. Stay addicted. That's what you're going to say? Stay addicted to triathlon. And not all the bad things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.